everyone. You are now listening to the Edgewood Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Anderson, here with my co-host, Keegan Chambers-Crumb. Say hi to everyone, Keegan. Hello. And today, we have our very first interview with uh, a math teacher you guys might know, Mr. Gear. Hi, Mr. Gear. Hello. So, what? where were you at originally before you came to Edgewood? Well, before I moved down here, me and my wife and our, our two girls... We lived in South Bend, Indiana, which is the northernmost part of the state. It's about five miles from the Michigan border. Mm. And I taught for about uh, seven years in the South Bend schools, the city schools, and also at an alternative school uh, in the Elkhart area. Cool. And uh, what brought you to Edgewood? Like, that's a far away, being all the way up in like the northmost part of Indiana and then moving back down. It was a big move. It was a big move. Um, so we're actually ordained ministers, and in uh, October of 2021, uh, we were reached out by a friend of ours who's a pastor down here to come down and uh, do some ministry, uh, children's ministry specifically. Cool. So we moved down here, and we've been involved ever since. Um, how do you think life is different here compared to up there? Well, I tell you what, it's a lot harder to drive around. Because these hills are insane, especially when it gets kind of cold and icy. It's definitely a different kind of an adjustment. There's a giant sinkhole next to my house, and I'm afraid every morning it's just going to widen sinkholes and just swallow everywhere. us. There's, there's, there's one that's right outside like my yard in the woods, and it just keeps getting bigger every year. It's like eating everything that goes in there. I'm kind of worried about it. It's kind of a terrifying <laughs> place to live, come to think of it. It's like fissures in the earth are opening up. No, but the, the, wet, the weather's a lot nicer down here. Uh, South Bend was right next to Lake Michigan. And so we were just freezing. About nine months of the year, there's snow on the ground. Not exaggerating. There's probably snow on the ground right now uh, in, in September up in South Bend. Wow. But it's, that's, it's, that's it's better. I'm just kidding. It's better, <laughs> <laughs> it's better in terms of, uh, of weather. And I will say this. It's a little slower down here. Like people are um, a little more into you know, like walking and, and being out in nature and uh, people are a lot friendlier down here. South Bend has a bit of a reputation for being a very rude, kind of gruff place. It's it's the end of the train line from Chicago. There's, <laughs> there's a line called South Shore, so a lot of people are, like, coming back and forth from Chicago, and it's not exactly known as a friendly place. No. But down here, southern Indiana is... You get some southern really, hospitality. It kind of crosses over into the north a little bit, and you get some pretty cool it's people. A good it's pretty yeah. chill. It's pretty chill down here. Yeah. So with being chill, kind of off of a rough start to the last two years in high school, so how does it kind of feel to be back in our first normal year of high school? For us, it's like the first time that we're fully getting a normal year, but how does that feel for a teacher? I mean, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, I'll be honest, there's still some mornings where like, I get to the school and I'm like, what do I have my mask? I'm, I'm like searching through my glove compartment. <laughs> and it's like, wait a minute, this is normal. It's a normal year. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, with, with all that being done, and especially not having just daily uncertainty and routine change all the time, but having sort of like a set, this is how it's going to be for a little while. We can just kind of, we all know what we're doing. We know what our day-to-day -day looks like. That's really nice, and I think it allows people to relax a little bit and kind of get more into learning and teaching yeah. and doing stuff. Did you, have, you had, did you have to do any of the online schooling stuff, like with us during our... Uh 
like main quarantine years, like sophomore year for us, I guess, so like two years ago? Or are you still in South Bend for that? No, I was in South Bend. Yeah. I was doing virtual school yeah. up there, though, and they just started basically my first year when we went hybrid. They had just started that uh, the year before I came down. So seeing that shift out of everybody's on the computer, I'm on the computer every day, I'm talking to a screen, and I can't even see anybody at home, and there's nobody in my room. Going from that to the hybrid, and then finally what we got now, I, I got to be there for all of that. Front row seat, it was it was fantastic. Really, really exciting time. I feel like it was really a pain with the whole, like, um, the hybrid and everything, because it felt like something could change in a week, and then you were just, like, back at home full-time, or just, like, Oh, we have we've had like no cases this month, so I think we can start coming back to school a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, snap of a finger, nope, no the whole school sick yet. again. <laughs> yeah, and I and I know there was just you know good reasons for everybody taking precautions, but that uncertainty was it was hard it to was to cope with some some weeks. I, I mean, I like you said, you didn't really know what was going to happen next, and you were just kind of. You know, forget about planning, advanced planning. <laughs> Let's just see if we can get to Friday. Let's see if we yeah. can do that first. You know, I didn't actually get to take a full like class, like full years worth of finals until my junior year, because freshman year they excused our finals because of COVID when it first hit. My sophomore year, I got quarantined the week of finals, and so wow. I didn't. And they all they excused me. One teacher did end up. I ended up having to take my chemistry final. But I ended up doing pretty well on that one, and then I, so I, besides that, no, I never had a single final until my junior year, which was kind of rough on me not being in a room with like a big, t- big, big test. I'd only been taking like the minor stuff, and so right. kind of an awakening for that. And there's probably other kids that had that problem too. That actually sounds pretty sweet. You didn't have to take finals. I mean, for it was two it years. was it was nice. Like, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> that sounds about, awesome. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't complain until I got to my junior year finals. I was like, oh man, I have to take like six or seven big tests like wow. this is not fun <laughs> yeah i don't like how they cram all the finals at the end of the year like in one go like because especially last year they ended the, like the last day of school i had three finals and, and i was like that's not i feel like we had not like, it before it was like a year it was like the last day of school was supposed to be like something like chillax like yeah. it's supposed to be done i think we need more finals i think more we need finals? at least twice as many finals as we have now isn't that what a midterm is let's just let's just have Let's just have three I or four like finals per class. I wouldn't have a problem with that because it wouldn't be like <laughs> as stressful though. Because you'd it'd be like four smaller finals over time rather one than one huge final. final. I think you right should on have the all of them on the same day. Oh, just, just let's just do that. a whole week. <laughs> of both. That's, that's crazy. Start of the day to the end of the day, just nothing but finals. What that do you would, think? I would die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would just die. Not come into school that day. Oh, man. Um, That reminds me, when I was in high school, so fun fact, I almost didn't graduate from high school. Really? Yeah, my junior year, I started the year off with zero credits, because I just decided not to do anything. (laughs) And uh, I got, I I was homeschooled, I got put back into public school, the start of my junior year. All right. And at that time, it was sort of like, uh, well, you're just going to have to take all these classes. And I was like, well... Is there, a, is there a plan B? They said, well, if you could pass finals for the classes, then we'll give you the credit. But that's pretty much impossible, but, you know, good luck. <laughs> that's what the counselor told me. She was like, I don't think you're going to be able to do it, but we'll have this as an option. And so I think I took, well, I, di- I did. I, I did graduate from high school. Yeah. I did pass all these finals, but I had to take a final every two weeks 
my senior year. Man. Just one right after another for freshman year, sophomore year, junior, wow. got all the required stuff. I was taking like regular honors classes my junior year and senior year. So Jeez. when you talk about taking these finals, it's like Bring it on. Let's Bring take, it on. Some, like, let's take you, as many finals as possible. You've been through, you've been through like, the, <laughs> the, gauntlet, the gauntlet of finals. Of finals. <laughs> that, was, so, that was truly terrible. Anyway, I, I'm just kidding. I get what you're saying about the finals. The, um, it's I, not too bad to just take a, a few at the end of the year. On another note, did you say, I think we were talking before, you said that you did some coaching previously, like at South Bend? Yes, but just because I did coaching doesn't mean I was very good at it. Do I was you, probably the worst <laughs> football coach that uh, that has ever existed. Do you miss it at all, like miss having that no. kind of coaching experience? No, no, you don't? You know, I was I was probably the worst. When you think about, like, the worst possible coach, that was, that was me. I thought I was going to be a state championship football coach, and I didn't know anything about football. <laughs> I never played football. <laughs> I ran the cameras during the games. I didn't even get to sit with the coaches. <laughs> In fact, one game, they sent over, like, a parent who was, like, trying to coach from the field, and they sent him down to me. And this guy just went on and on and on and on about how they kicked him out of the sideline and put him down at the end zone, like, where, like, the re- like where there's no real coaches. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there kind of nodding my head, like, yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm down <laughs> I'm here. And uh, after about two years of that, I was like, what am I doing? I'm terrible <laughs> at this. I was mean. I was so mean. And uh, just I was just awful. No. And I didn't really know what I was doing No future plans to get back into coaching? Oh, my gosh. Not football. Not football. Not football. <laughs> I did like, the one thing I did like to do, uh, and this was towards the end of my time um, up in South Bend, mm-hmm. I did start doing um, strength and conditioning uh, coaching for football and track. So not anything that had to do with the field or sports-specific stuff. Uh, but I, I really enjoy weightlifting. I liked your weight program when you had us do or You had me do your lifts whenever you came to our weight room during football. Oh, yeah. That, and that was that was the difference between, okay, I was doing football because I thought that's I'm going to try this, and I was terrible at it. But in the process, I kind of got introduced to, you know, doing some weightlifting coaching and strength and conditioning training, and that was – that was different. That was really fun. And I was able to do that stuff myself where I never played football, and I don't think the NFL wants me now. No. I'm a little too old is what it is. I'm not really you – know, that's what it is. <laughs> I could do it, right? Uh-huh. I'm just too old. But anyway, no, when I started doing the strength conditioning, it was like, now this this is fun. And anybody can get stronger, uh, you know, any, anybody in any sport it, they can benefit from. And that was really fun. And I've been, you know, personally uh, training – Myself, you know, training, coaching, family, anybody that that's willing to work out with me uh, ever since. That's turning into a passion, really. Good deal. Well, Keegan, uh, what are you what are you looking forward to this year in terms of like teaching and like goals for your students? Well, I so we got this ILC which we're sitting in right now, yeah. and you know the teachers have kind of been encouraged to to. Um, access some of these resources in here and, and get some kids down here to use some stuff. I do have this pretty ambitious project that I'm uh, going to attempt to do with an algebra lab class where we're going to literally manufacture something, and uh, it's going to be like a uh, – it's hard to explain what it is, but it's something that you can use to teach equations, but it's like it's like physical, like there's uh, actual like pieces and parts to it. That might be useful. Yeah, so like they're going to have to design it. They're going to have to make it. We're going to use the 3D printers. They're going to use the wood shop. And then once we make the thing, we're going to have somebody make a box and actually package it with the cardboard stuff that we have available here. 
and then finally they're going to do a big presentation like they're trying to pitch this thing wow. to an administrator it's going to take you know nine ten weeks but i'm really looking forward to um just kind of <laughs> falling through that process because we don't know what we're doing yeah, nobody knows what we're no. doing when we come down here but you know we're gonna we're gonna put together a plan see where those plans lead and and try to actually make something real instead of just sitting in class, taking notes, learning things, which is important. You know, we want to try to do this actual, like, we did something. You know, when we get done with it, we can look at it and say, you know, there it is. We made that as a class. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think that sounds really cool. I mean, like, from other fellow people working in the uh, ILC trying to make a big project like this podcast even, like, good luck, man. Like, I hope that goes really well. I do, too, because I know that a lot of people, especially with math, struggle, and people especially that uh, don't really learn well just looking at a board. Like they have to like look at something or hold something or use their hands to do it. I feel like that would just really help a lot of people in general. And it might be even something that like you could actually make and sell and it would benefit you and many other people. Yeah. I think a lot so. of possibilities with uh, stuff like that. We, well, I think that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you, Mr. Gear, for joining us here for our first interview, and we will see you guys later.